for anyone that is aspiring to do something that it's kind of unattainable because of you lack you think you lack of experience or because you think you lack of the assets that, that you need to you know to to go that route route um, you can do it I mean you just have to you know keep moving forward and keep doing the project keep keep participating and be yeah. open and if you get defeated do it again yeah. and, and 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 I think that I have that mindset because of what happened in Venezuela is like if I went through all that situation and I was able to succeed in a way that allowed me the, to be where we I am right now I mean anything is possible Welcome to the Placemaking Podcast. Podcast. The show geared at helping real estate developers learn and understand important aspects of the development process while improving communities one at a time. Each week, we'll discuss major facets of the real estate development process with industry professionals. Now, here's your host, Matthew Lowe's. Hello and welcome to episode number 46 of the Placemaking Podcast. I am extremely excited to share this next conversation with all of you today. Ronaldo Patron is a civil engineer, real estate analyst, MSRE, and blockchain advocate to name just a few hats that he wears. Ronaldo has an amazing story that I can't wait to share with all of you. He was born in Venezuela back in 1985. In July 2008, he graduated from his university as a civil engineer always choosing classes that he believed were the toughest to truly test himself. Soon after he graduated from the traditional university, his real test came in the form of government turmoil. 2008, Hugo Chavez nationalized Venezuela's telecommunications, electricity, steel, and cement companies. Now this was only just the beginning of the troubles that faced the citizens and Ronaldo's father's development business. Ronaldo was thrust into leading his father's troubled real estate development business through extremely tough times in an area where corruption and violence was prevalent. He eventually moved to the United States in search of new opportunities to learn and grow in his real estate development skills. He ultimately ended up in Miami where he is now and has been partnering up on some really interesting projects in the areas surrounding the city. With an eye on the future, Ronaldo is hoping to integrate blockchain technologies and NFTs in his real estate ventures going forward. Ronaldo's story is one of passion. It's one of grit and perseverance, and I really can't wait to share with all of you. In this episode, we're going to discuss Ronaldo's experiences in Venezuela, how he's able to persevere through extremely tough situations, and how he's able to keep his dream alive and his many ventures going forward. Now, there's loads of great information in this episode, and I greatly appreciate Ronaldo for taking time out of his extremely busy schedule to discuss this topic of real estate development with me. Now, as always, if you have enjoyed the show, I'd ask that you please subscribe to the show and share with your friends in the industry. It really helps us out here. There will be more exciting conversations on the shows to come. So without further ado, let's start the show. Hey, welcome to the show, Ronaldo. Hey, Matt. Thank you very much for having me. I'm extremely honored to have you on the show. Uh, I've read about uh, some of the various ventures that you've you know, gotten into in your career, and I thought it'd be fun to have you on the show. So 
without further ado, I'd like to just jump right in. Great. Let's, uh, I gave you a little intro before the show. So can you give us a little bit more about your background and, and then we'll sure. try to transition that into what you're doing right now? Yes. Um, so, well, um, I was raised and born in Venezuela, uh, in Caracas, in the capital. And I graduated from civil engineering engineer in 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 Universidad Metropolitana, which is one of the um, top universities in Caracas. And after after my career, I mean, I was always fascinated about the real estate because my family business uh, since since before I was born was related to 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 land development. Mm. So, so while I, while I was doing my my program at the university, I was able to you know to to see the the th- theory and the practice in real time. Mm-hmm. So it was really really good. Um, I really enjoy it. And 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 after I graduated, uh, I went to work with uh, my prof- uh, with one of my professors of the university. Actually, I, I was like very into uh, structural design. So the, the, this company that I got my first job in real estate was about uh, designing buildings. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason I did it is because I didn't want to, to go to my family company at first time. I just wanted to try to build my own path and, and gain experience other, in other areas and then uh, I wanted to to jump on my on my family business, and that's the way I did it. Uh, it was so I worked with this professor in the, in, in 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 the design, and I started to do. Um, uh, I mean, with that company, we did a lot of uh, structural design for for the projects of my uh, father's company. Oh, okay. And that's how we started. You know, to to I made that connection, um, and it was really really fun because I was able to, you know, to see the design and then see the, the execution in real time in my, I mean, in, in the real life project. And, and after that, uh, after, I don't know, a couple of years, two years, I, 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 I sit with my father and, and talk about how, I mean, to, to, to jump into family business uh-huh. and, and try to, you know, help him, in grow his vision because uh, what this company had, um, I mean, at the time it was a huge land development in an area that it's outside of the Caracas uh, center. Okay. And it was a development that it was divided in four phases. And what my father, my father started doing at the beginning was he created the land development master plan and he did all the infrastructure and he started selling lots to different developers. So his initial business uh, proposal was only to develop the land and sell the lots to other developers. So, so they they do the developments because my mm-hmm. father, I mean, actually he, he was in the real estate business, but he was a chemical engineer, not oh, really? related to real estate. So oh. it was really funny, um, but uh, at the end he, he I mean, the way he entered into that, it was because he is like a business, he was a business person. And and he, at that time, he was like trying to independ himself from the chemical business. 
and he he started to get fascinated about the developments and the land development and he didn't want it to jump into the construction like like uh, vertical mm-hmm. he wanted just just uh, to do land development and that's the way he started he envisioned to purchase and do a negotiation with a huge piece of land and he started to do those land developments and he started to grow the business but at a time when when uh, Chavez, Hugo Chavez uh, presidency, when he won the election uh, uh, in Venezuela, uh, a lot of mm, things happened because of that political change. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of the partners that went with my father told him like, oh no, Ricardo, um, I'm out of this business. Chavez is going to ruin this country as in wow. fact it happened. Yeah. And, and but, but he was so deeply in love with the project that he said, you know what? I don't care. I'm gonna continue doing this. Uh, this is what I like. This is what I love. And he continued doing that. And and from he started, you know, doing these phases. And at a time when the economy was constrained, he find found a, a partner uh, that convinced him to start doing the vertical construction. So he said, "Well, okay, if." I mean, let's let's do it, but I don't want to get involved in vertical. You're gonna manage all those projects. I don't I, I don't want to deal with it. I, I can deal with the banks. I can deal with the strategy. And and he started, you know, to delegate uh, those type of uh, business that it was a new line of business for the for the company. And they're starting to grow in a phase that it was crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, uh, they. I mean, we we build around. 500 uh, residential apartments and and the the development it's in a mountain that if you see how it changed it's it's amazing because in in Venezuela we we have an, a, another topography than that we don't see uh like for example here in the US well not not in the entire US but for example in Florida mm-hmm. that we're used to see a lot of flat uh lands over there, you have the mountains, you have the hills, and and to envision at that time how to change that piece of lot that was very like far away from where all the developments were happening in Caracas. It was something that that I really admired at that time for that that what my father did. Mm-hmm. But um, when so I'm I'm telling all these stories so so you can understand what um made me jump into the business into my yeah. family business uh because when you deal with such a big uh big projects or big uh it was like a dream project a lot of people told him that Ricardo you're crazy this yeah. this is too big you I mean you know when when, when you start dreaming of big projects a lot of people will tell you that that you're gonna get too much obstacles that that yeah. is a crazy idea but he didn't care and 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 he moved forward. But you know, with all the situation that happened with, with Chavez and then this new partner jumped on to, to do the vertical construction, is when when the problem problems in the company started to happen because they they couldn't handle too much project at the same time. Mm. And 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 when I jumped in to, to the company. I think that my father he 
he didn't want me actually to to be there because he knew that he was facing a lot of problems mm. because so you can have an idea i mean like all the banks that the the company had the loans for the development were uh, sized by the government of chavez so every source of capital that came from you know from from the lenders were frozen Jeez. so so imagine this situation that you have all the investors, all the buildings being built, and then this happened. And I, I was I was 24 years old when that happened. And and my father at that time, you know, he had a, a, a brain injury. Oh. It's like you know the heart attack, but it happened in his brain. Mm -hmm. It's called the uh, aneurysm. Aneurysm. Yeah. And and I was shocked because I mean I was never. I mean, I was never inside because at first I didn't want to just yeah. to prove myself outside of the family business. But then my father, I think he, he didn't want me to, you know, to get contaminated about <laughs> all the things that were happening. Right. So, but, but when that happened, I, I had to take the lead of the company at my 24 and my father, I mean, he, I, I had to took him out uh, of the, of the of the area where he was living because he was living in the same development mm. so 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 i have to take him out i mean uh, it, it was like a very hard time and 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 then he started to you know to tell me son uh, i couldn't make it you have to leave the country we we are a family of four we are four brothers mm. and we did a like a family meeting at that time and he told me you have to leave the country. You what? But father, we don't understand what you're saying. No, no, I didn't make it. You know, he was like a, in a very depressing mm -hmm. um, uh, time for him, and 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 well, uh, I, you know, I couldn't believe it, and I said, don't worry, um, I will do whatever it takes, you know, to to take this off ground and and try to rebuild and and solve this all this problem. So at a time, uh, I mean, I was my, at my 24s and, and my first thought was, okay, I have to, you know, the, this was an office that he had, you know, lawyers, uh, uh, accountants, mm -hmm. and, and, and when my father hill collapsed, I mean, the company was without, you know, their boss. Mm -hmm. and, and I was the younger brother living with all this situation. And is when... I started to, you know, my experience or my background in that situation, it was not only real estate, it was more of a problem solving and how to deal with, you know, with, with all these uh, loans that we owe to the banks, but the banks were, were took, uh, taken by, by the government and lead, uh, you know, lead with all the, the investors, the in, uh, unconcluded uh, projects, and I was like, okay, how do I start? So, well, it, it was like my my path through through the University of Life, and I, and I um, I mean I was I I did whatever it was possible to continue the business, solve the situations, and deliver the product to the developers that purchased the land from my father to develop uh, deliver the apartments that were. You know, about to finish, but they were not finished. So, uh, I, you know, I had to do magic.
I had to, to do, okay, what is the asset that we have? What are the liabilities that we have? At that time, all the assets that I had wouldn't be able to pay all the liabilities. So mm -hmm. it, it was like, wow, what, what do I do? I mean, and, and, and of course, when you, have, you are in that situation, all the bad th things start to happen at the same time. And the, the partner of my father that was in charge of the vertical construction, he left the company without telling anybody. So I was like by myself, living with millions of dollars of debt and, and all that. And, and it's when, you know, that situation made me grow on a personal yeah. level and a professional level because I was in a stress situation day to day uh, dealing with everything. And while dealing with uh, with those project those problems, it's where I started to you know to do creative thinking on what can I do with the assets that I have in order to increase their values and 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 sell so I can have cash to pay the debt to pay the investor to finish the projects. So it was super super crazy times, <laughs> and 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 it started okay I have this piece of land and. I, let me talk with all the developer to see if I can transfer some density uh, to uh, so so this uh, piece of land can be worth more because yeah. it have mass potential to develop. And uh, you know I started to mix all all of what I had um, and and a lot of developers that they originally purchased land in, in that project of my father they were very helpful with me and and they were also I mean I'm very grateful with all the help because at a time, I, I mean, I didn't have anything. I mean, I sold, I even sold the car that I have to finish the project that was going to give me the permits to release um, the, you know, the, the um, when, you, when you do this land development, you as the land developer, mm -hmm. you have to provide to the developers or purchase a piece of land to develop the building. You mm -hmm. have to provide them with like, it's, it's not the certificate of occupancy, but it's uh, like the certificate of completion of the land development. Okay. So they, so they can finish all their, their permit. And, right. and none of those developers that, that they already had buildings built, they weren't able to conclude the project to get their certificate of occupancy because we were missing that certificate of completion from the land. So you and sold your car to, get, to pay I, off for that permit. Uh, I sold Permits. my car. I did meetings with all the developers, and I told them, "Man, I mean, I don't have, I don't have money." So <laughs> uh, I really and and people were, "How come you don't have? And you have all this land development, and your father is Ricardo Padrón. This is impossible, yeah, man. You do you want me to show you my bank account? <laughs> uh, I mean, for real, this is uh, what we have, and this is what I have done so far." So, or, or, or either you help me or, you know, this one move forward and you won't be able to get your certificate of occupancy and, 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 and you are, you know, you're at risk uh, with that. So a lot of them, they, they realize and they really hand me, you know, a hand and, and, and they told me, Renaldo, how much do you need? And I did, you know, all of that negotiation and situation, you know, to, to move forward and, to be able to deliver what they needed in order to complete their projects. So that was like a seven year period of my life 
dealing with all the situation. And I was able, you know, to step-by-step solve uh, many of the issues. I mean, I still have uh, pending some items or some projects to be done in the the last and fourth phase of this project. But let's say that a 90% of, of, of what I needed to do was done. And, uh-huh. and well, at that time, I, I, during that difficult times, I got married with, with, my, with my wife. And, and of course, you know, when, when you get married, you, you have to, to be present at home. And, sure. and, and, and she was like, Reynaldo, you, you cannot keep, you know, living this way. I mean, we just get married and, and you know, I, I was until 24 hours dealing with, with problems. Uh, with Sue, you know, a lot of people were suing the company and, and I was the face of the company, but uh-huh. I was not in the papers of the company. But, but you know, in Venezuela, even if you are not in the papers and even if you are right, um, if the other side is paying to get a pressure on you and, and put you in jail, even if I didn't have to do with anything, um, they can do that. So, yeah. so, so I, I was at that situation where where I, I had to decide, okay, um, leave in Venezuela and 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 re, rebuild my my path, or or stay in Venezuela and and you know and and be drawn in all this uh, situation and and with an economic crisis that real estate in Venezuela was, you know, and still it's not something profitable right now. Mm. And, and also, so yeah, she, she, she pushed me to, to get away. And I told her, okay, let, let's see, um, let's try, let's go to, to, to the United States. I don't know what I want to do. And, and I, I start to, oh, well, something interesting that happened in the yeah. meantime is that one of the lawyers that were helping me helping me to deal with all this situation that this was a, a woman that she became like a mother to me yeah <laughs> because of course when 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 the government and when the the people that were against my father or against the company see me see you know a 24 years old kid dealing with all this situation you know they 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 opened their heart to try mm-hmm. to you know to wow let let's see how can I help and mm-hmm. a lot of people even from the government uh, they helped me a lot and and uh, I remember uh, I had a meeting with I mean all these banks that were taken but that were, t- were taken by the government they go to a to to a government bank that it's called Fogade. And 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 Fogade, you know, they were like managing all the debts that the banks that they took. Mm. Um, you know, it's like they had all the information, and they will they were pursuing to get the payment from the borrowers uh, when when this bank were taken. And of course, they were knocking on our door, like, "Hey, give me, a, you know, you have to pay." X amount of million dollars, and 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 I was like, okay, to, look, this is what happened. My father collapsed, and he's not here right now. 
and I'm, I'm trying to do my best. What can I do? And, and I learned that when you show up and, 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 and you, I mean, you act with a, with, with the purpose of solving problems. I mean, everyone, everybody is going to listen to you and more if it's a bank or if it's a government. And this guy from the government, he was the vice president of the bank. And he told me, Reynaldo, I'm with you. And, and all the folders that he had, he showed me, this is all the demands that the demands is uh, sues. Uh, this is our, our, all the sues that we are going to have against your company, your family company. But now that I know you, don't worry, you have a grandfather here. Yes. And, and I was shocked. And, and, and I always was, okay, is this happening? <laughs> how, how much how much money is going to ask me? I, I don't have, I mean, I don't have anything to offer. Yeah. And, and, and that was my first thought because a lot of people in the government are very corrupt in Venezuela. But, but this guy, surprisingly, was an angel for me. He didn't mm. ask me anything. He helped me. He even, I even asked him, please, can you visit my father? And to let him know that everybody, uh, that everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And he went to, to the house. He talked to my father. He presented himself uh, like, uh, and told to my father, you know, I am the authority. Because my father was, you know, in that paranoid uh, thoughts that the government was going to t- take not only the banks that loaned the money, but the properties that, that were, um, you know, we were building. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that was very stressful because all the investors and the residents that they buy that, that buy the properties, they were saying in the newspapers, oh, the government is going to seize our apartments, our investment. And wow, it, it was totally nice. Yes. So, so, so this guy really was like, like, like an angel. And, and well, and the story about this lawyer that she was helping me a lot in the, during all this journey. And she, she had a, a couple and that he was a guy that, um, he, he was like a 56 or 60 years old uh, person that he became my, my friend. Uh, uh, that they told me, Reynaldo, I have an opportunity in Curaçao, in the island of Curaçao mm-hmm. to do this development. Uh, I know my wife told me that that what you have done in in Loma Linda, which is the the the, the company, the, the development company, and uh, I would like to show you. And and yeah, I was very open. And yeah, show me what what the project is about. And he told me he showed me all what he was planning. And this was a beautiful piece of land in Curacao. It's amazing. And 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 the owner of those land. Uh, it's a company that is a hedge fund that um, is one of the biggest hedge funds in the world. It's it's called Citco from mm-hmm. from Holland, and and he I don't know how he got the connection, but what he was proposing to the owner was to develop a, a little piece of land that was fronting the sea, and and he didn't want to go or. I mean, this person said, oh, thank you, Antonio. But uh, I mean, he wasn't paying attention. And when he showed me what he was proposing, 
I told him, Antonio, of course he's not paying attention. I mean, he have, I don't remember how many acres, but it was huge. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and he's not a real estate developer. He's an investment banker. And he wants a proposal from someone that helped them to, you know, to achieve um, a master plan and, and to develop these lands to, to not, not only just a single piece. He needs a solution for the entire piece of land. And the entire piece of land was of the size of my family lands, you know, huh. they, they developed. So, so I, 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 I was like, no, no, let's try to do this. Let, and let's hire an architect. Let's, yeah. let's work on a master plan. Let's propose something. And, and when he proposed, I mean, he sent them like a sneak peek of the proposal of what we were doing. Uh, they were so interested that they invited us and to, to come and present the project. And, and wow, what was a beautiful project. And we, we came up with a proposal, you know, to help them to achieve the growth of the, it's called Santa Barbara. And, and, and we did a Santa Barbara South Zone Master Plan. Okay. And, and in those land, they already have a, a Hyatt Hotel. They have, uh, I don't know, $10 million houses. But the majority of the land was un, undeveloped. And, and we came up with this. And they were super open. And for me, it was like a success story for me because I was able to get the attention of this person that it's like an unreachable person. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this this guy is one of the top 10 millionaires in the world. His name is is uh, is Roel Smith. Uh-huh. And and he responds to to Antonio, I want to meet you in person, all of you. <laughs> and I was like, wow, man, we, we did this. They yeah. were enamored of the project. And and then he flew back to, to New York, I, I believe. And we didn't get, you know, we didn't get the deal. But because they, uh, I mean, let me rephrase it. Yeah, we didn't get the deal. We were like expecting a response from, from the owner. And when I moved from Venezuela to the US, uh-huh. my first stop was in New York because my wife, she wanted to study fashion design. Okay. So, so I told her, well, I don't want to go from Venezuela. I don't want to leave this country, but, but I'll do it for you. Let's go for, mm. you know, if you want to study fashion design, uh, to, let's, let's go there. And yeah, let's go big, right? Yeah, that's going to be. And I wrote to, to Roll Smith, you know, an email. Hey, Roll, it's Ronaldo. I'm here in New York. Um, um, we're, we're expecting a response from our proposal. And he told me, Ronaldo, you're here. That's great to know. Come and visit my office. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, okay, what I do? <laughs> uh, the, uh, was so freaked out. And, and I, I even told my wife, you have to come with me because my English is not so good. Uh-huh. And, and, and I don't know. I mean, and he told me, Reynaldo, yes, um, come to the office tomorrow, 4 p.m. I'm going to be with the, uh, account, uh, the uh, I mean, the person that analyzed all the investment oh, yeah. of the company. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I, 
I print out all the plans and all the all the idea behind uh, with the purpose of, I mean, we didn't want we didn't offer to purchase the land. We wanted to offer him, you know, to be the real estate arm of his company, okay. so he can start a division, and we can help them to mm. attract different developers and do all the land planning master plan and attract developers to join and 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 develop the land. Mm-hmm. We even we even had uh, um, people from Venezuela that were very interested in pro- in the project to build a hotel, mm-hmm. and we we even you know had a letter from ten from people you know wanted to bring the investment yeah. and and explain all this to him and and he told me well Reynaldo but, but let me ask you something um, I have an I have an offer from a China developer a Russian developer. And an American developer, and they have you know a track record of ever amount of million dollar projects, and 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 they want and they want to purchase the 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 lands. And, and I was like, okay, okay, what I respond to that? I was like, okay, yes, I'm. I I, I was like 27 years old, yeah, and sitting at that office. And, uh, I was like, well, Rod, you know what? It's, it's, the problem is that if these guys are, you know, such a big company that if you get married with one of them, it's, it's like a marriage for life. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, you, you're going to put a lot of, I mean, all your precious yeah. Land. You release control for all. Yeah, yeah. You, you and 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 what I'm, what we are providing you or offering is to be an arm of your company to help you attract different, not not only one, you know, different developers to you know and 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 do a coherent master plan to integrate all the uses to become this place a destination. Because what they had, I mean, they had beautiful golf courses. Uh, Amazing uh, fronting uh, beachfront uh, lots, and but well, that that was my last conversation with him. <laughs> uh, he was like, "Well, Renaldo, thank you very much," but 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 for me, I mean, this experience was very very ful- uh, fulfilled. Is the word? Maybe validating you? Felt yeah, like, because yeah. it's like, wow, man. I mean, if you dream or you put an effort and you do the work that needs to be done, you can get to sit in front of people like this. Of course, I would be happier if I close a deal, but 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 I was very happy only just to be seated in that office with that type of person at my 27 years old. You know, <laughs> it was like, wow, for me it was magical. And, and I always have in mind that I will come back to negotiate with him yeah. some, some sooner, but, you know, so when we were in New York, uh, New York was a very, I mean, my wife didn't enjoy living in New York and, and didn't like the the way the study was, uh, I mean, the, the university. And, and I mean, she was not happy. Uh-huh. And, and she always wanted to go to Miami. And I was the first person, no, I don't want to go to Miami. Because <laughs> uh, Miami... Uh, from from us in Venezuela, it was like the destination to go to to the malls and shops. Vacation, that, yeah, yeah. That, that was the only thing that we we knew from Miami, 
and it was no, I don't want to go with the man, I don't like it. But 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 well, what I, I mean, at the end we always do <laughs> what we recommend. Sure. And 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 we we came to Miami and I visit the Florida International University to to see what kind of programs they had over there. And and I saw uh, a master in international real estate. Okay. And and I really like what I was. Uh, I mean, I like the person, and I started. You know, let's okay, let let's do this. Let's uh, you know, for us as internationals, we have to apply for a student visa. Mm-hmm. So I did all that process, and I enrolled in the in the in the university. And it's where I was like starting to open my eyes and the way that the business is done in the United States, uh, the, the real estate business, because it's totally different from, from Venezuela. Really? Totally, totally. Uh-huh. And, and, and I mean, it was really like eye opening and opened the doors and I started to do this master. And while I was doing this master, I was always, you know, trying to look for opportunities. So try to put in practice everything. I mean, I'm really impatient, if that's a word, because I always want to start my, you know, the, the, while I was doing that master, I was always, I have to do something. I have yeah. to. So, and, 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 and that period was where I knew, well, I, a friend of mine introduced me to a person that it was an experienced developer here in Miami. So while I was doing my master, I was always like calling him and showing, oh, look at this project that I'm doing uh, for the master. Yeah. Uh, do, uh, can you give me your advice? So I started you know, to go to maybe have lunch with him and, and start to discussing about real estate and you know, try to build a relationship with someone right. that was already a, a developer here. And 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 he enjoyed it because I always came something that I like. Um, I, I I am a very technology driven person, and when I was in in Venezuela and I heard I first heard about Bitcoin, I was fascinating uh, about the blockchain, the technology. What what can this uh, technology do for the real estate? Sure. And and doing that research. I connected with a with a person that was doing uh, the IBREA, which is International Blockchain Real Estate Association, mm-hmm. and I connected with Ragnar, was the, the founder of the this association, and he started to provide you know information about uh, what's being done on blockchain with real estate. Yeah, and 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 I even with doing during. During that that crisis, I was living in Venezuela. I was like, I have to create something, and I invented myself a name that was Three Hundred and Sixty Network, uh, with the vision of trying to do a platform where I can tokenize real estate uh, uh, assets yeah. into tokens, so I can trade that tokens, or those tokens can represent. Uh, interest ownership in a sure, company. So. Mm-hmm. so I tried to navigate all that. I was really fascinated, but I knew it was like, it's not the time. I mean, that was back in 
in what, in 2011, something like that. Yeah. So, but I, 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 I was uh, telling these uh, ideas to this person, Ricardo, and, and, and he was, oh man, that's fascinating. But you know, when you told this, nobody believed it. And, and, but, but I was always like having it in the back of my mind. Okay, I have to do something with blockchain. I have to do, I'm, I'm still thinking of that. And, but now I think it's more of the, the time that this is more open and mm -hmm. it's more welcoming and that a lot of innovation already happening in the real estate atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And that's for sure that's something I um, am envisioned to do it. And, but to make this story shorter, this person that I started to connect while I was in the university, uh, at the end, I, uh, we became partners and we're partners right now um, in products. He, he started, I think he started to try to, to put me some tests. Because <laughs> right now I, I have this project, uh, this uh, land um, in Lakeland. Do you wanna do a research or do you wanna you know, do something about it? Uh, I, I know the owner. So with all the tools that I had in the university, because in the university, they provide you with market research tools that are mm. expensive to, to have it yourself if you are not a company. So I started to use those assets like uh, co-stars and mm. uh, I mean, market analysis uh, tools. Yeah. And, I started, and, and I started to do all the research, the analysis, and then I started to do a presentation and I show him a presentation that I think he got shocked and he was, okay, this, this guy, uh, I mean, can can do, you know, or uh, this is my 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 thoughts. Like, <laughs> this guy uh, can can be can we can do something to right. bring value to the partnership for sure. Yeah, yeah. and <clears throat> and and what? Well, after after I finished my master, I um, started working for a company. It's called MIR Developments, and that it's a developer that it's doing a lot of projects in Orlando. Okay. And while I was doing all that work, I was still working, you know, to try to get some projects uh, with Ricardo mm -hmm. to to make them happen. And a year later, I mean, after I mean, we tried to do a lot of. Uh, projects, none of those projects were successful. I mean, we we didn't, we were not able to negotiate with the owners. Mm. Um, and then I, uh, I I introduced Ricardo to an architect that she's a friend of mine, and she she told us, "Hey, Reynaldo, would you like to participate in a request for proposal that the city of Lakeway is doing? A request for proposal. What is that? Well." <laughs> I didn't know that, and 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 while well, the community redevelopment agency of Lakeward Beach, they were doing, they they they, they purchase uh, a lot of land, mm -hmm. and they they rezone the area. They are changing. I mean, it's in Lakeward. There are a lot of things happening, mm -hmm. and and the vision and the plan uh, to grow that area. Uh, they 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 were doing this RFP to you know to invite developers to come up and and and, and join to to propose something uh mm -hmm. 
feasible and attainable uh, uh, with the mind of the public spaces. And, and uh, I told her, yes, of course, I, I called Ricardo. Ricardo uh, told me, let's do it. And we did it and, and we won it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so <laughs> that, that, uh, we presented a project for 126 apartment units and with an open plaza in the center uh, with the idea of that open plaza will serve the public, not only for the resident, but also for the visitors of Lakeward. Okay. Lakeward is very popular because of the arts culture. Okay. It's, it, it's kind of like a Wynwood style. Uh, you, you will see graffitis in, in walls. Uh, you will see art, uh, street art. Mm -hmm. uh, they have a beautiful beach. So, so our proposal, I mean, caught the attention of the CRA. And 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 yes, I mean we 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 right now at, at this moment we are on the site plan approval, and the funny fact is that while of course I was in this company working, I was like afraid that my boss will realize that I was working on other projects. Yeah, but moonlighting but, a little bit. <laughs> I, I were not lying, but I was you know trying to not to mention right and and but but he i mean he knew since the moment he hired me <laughs> that 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 i wanted to do stuff and yeah. and and i always uh, well say that and 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 he was very open i mean i'm very grateful because when we won this i mean that was the moment that i said to myself Okay, uh, I'm, I, I cannot hide this. Yeah. This is going to the newspapers. At, uh, this is a big project and, and I will soon have to leave the company. So I have to make a plan. And, and I sit with, with him and, and I told him, uh, Isaac, uh, you know that what is an RFEP? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, I participated in this project and, and we won and, and I showed him the, the 3D render and he was shocked. He was like, I don't know, he was shocked because of the project or because of he was thinking, in what time did you do this? <laughs> <laughs> right. And, what time did you have to do this? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, 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 and all of that was made, you know, in, in, in late night time. Yeah. And 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 it was funny, and and I invite him to to be part of this project, and he agreed, and he was like very great. I mean, I'm very grateful because of that, because he loved the project. We have a good relationship, and yeah. and and he told me, yes, dude, let's do it. Yeah. And 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 now me, Ricardo, and 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 my my Xbox boss. Uh, we are partnered to go to do this project. Okay. And 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 this is like the first step. And we are right now in a mission of doing another RFP. Uh, we have participated in in others RFP. And I mean, we are in a mission to try to you know propose what the city is looking for to to win this project and make it happen. And this is a thirty million dollar project that that if when when I talked to this to you know to my 
my friends from 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 the master or uh, when you mention this kind of project people say they they, they look at you okay oh, Ronaldo yes like keep dreaming and and for me it's like I don't know if it's a a lesson or or what what the word is but for anyone that is aspiring to do something that it's kind of unattainable because of you lack you think you lack of experience or because you think you lack of the assets that, that you need to you know to to go that route route um you can do it i mean you just have to you know keep moving forward and keep doing the project keep keep participating and be yeah. open and if you get defeated do it again yeah. and, and 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 i think that i have that mindset because of what happened in venezuela is like if i went through all that situation and i was able to succeed in a way that allowed me the, to be where we i am right now i mean anything is possible <laughs> that's so, right and actually we we participated in other rfp that we didn't want and recently a funny well not a funny but a crazy story uh we participated in, in a rfp in four peers uh, i mean the, the cra again the community Development agency of four peers uh purchased a land that was in in the intercoastal uh area where one of the most important areas for marina oh, it's, yeah. it's and it, it it was it is a beautiful piece of land and we did our presentation we did our anal analysis or project and we won the rfp publicly because they rank you depending on several items in certain like in seven uh um aspects like yeah. in the developer experience in the project feasibility in the public benefit in the economic benefit and, and all that and in ozo's rank we were the higher uh rank project uh -huh. and and the conclusion was okay uh we have to negotiate with the higher uh proposal yeah and we were very happy we were celebrating but then they said okay but the second place it's like they they we won for four points and the second place was a local developer and the CRA said hey but we should give an opportunity to do the presentation in person to so we can hear both proposers and 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 decide and we were, but but we don't understand why why we have to go to a presentation if we already won, you know. And this was two weeks ago, mm. and and we did the presentation, and it went the other way around, mm. and they uh, awarded the project to the second uh, place uh, proposer. That 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 was shocking. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah, but. But you know, we are in a situation that okay, if this happened, it's because maybe this project wasn't for us, uh, and 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 that's it. We're we're not gonna fight uh, and and trying to do mm -hmm. because I mean you, you don't want to build a project with the city against you and with the neighbors against you because the other thing that happened is that all of the neighbors that were in the public meeting 
they jump off and, and, and their comment was like, oh, this developer from Miami uh, is not local. They haven't reached out to us and we represent the people for peers and the other developer was local and he was very friendly and everybody mm -hmm. loved him. So mm -hmm. I think that was something, it's something to learn mm -hmm. uh, that, that and, 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 you know, uh, I don't know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But uh, it was funny. So the other project that we have right now, it's a, well, I, I think you saw this project in Greenwood. Mm -hmm. It's Greenwood 5. Uh, we were doing this crowdfunding, offering a small change. And, but uh, the project, the, the zoning of the land changed like a month ago. Okay. And we were proposing a 10 unit bed and breakfast, but now this area was, was named a new district, which is called Wingwood Norte. And now we're able to do up to 24 residential units. Oh, wow. So, so we, we have to shut down the, the offering in, in, in small change because we want to take advantage of doing more uh, units in the same lot. So right now we're working on, 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 on that, uh, changes yeah and, and we will hopefully you know that's another project that we will hopefully start this year so we have right now the labor project that will break ground in december this year and greenwood that we are going you know to to change this um to you know to rebuild the project uh -huh. and 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 do everything you know to to get the capital on board and and perhaps we we will join small change again, or or try uh, any similar platform, because okay. um, and then I don't know if you visit uh, three sixty network co, which is a I mean what I wanted to do and what I was dreaming since I started uh, in the real estate atmosphere in the, in the U.S is, you know, this is my opportunity to try to incorporate the blockchain and yeah. into my projects. And it's been challenging because my partners are much older than me and, and, and they don't trust or they don't really are that technology driven. Mm -hmm. and, and, and for example, my, my boss once asked me, Reynaldo, why do you want to bring investor of $5,000 or $1,000 if it will consume you the same time of an investor that brings you $500,000? Yeah. And, and I, okay, I got your point, but, but it's because the network that you are, it's a wealthy network and he knows, I mean, he have, I mean, he pick up his phone and he have a friend or a family that invest $1 million you know, very easily. And, yeah. And, and that's, of course, that's a, a, a fabulous skill and it's something to have. But what happened with the other rest of the world, you know, that, that cannot access to this type of opportunities? And what if we can merge and try to provide the solution integrating technology? Yeah. So, because the idea is to do something that already exists, 
but try to incorporate some new features that hasn't been already uh, placed in the market. For example, some, some a company that I really like and, and what I would like to 360 network be, it's something like Fundrise. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, try to integrate um, the blockchain technology into the same solutions. For example, I had a meeting with a, with a friend that I met in New York in the Ibria conference. Mm-hmm. They, they developed in uh, uh, a project that it's, I don't remember the name. Maybe I will share it with you sure. later, but, but it's a, a, they, they found a way to tokenize real estate and they have done a successful project, but in Europe, not in the okay. US, and and they have a white level software where you can integrate. I mean, if you want to tokenize your project, I mean, with the software that they already developed, you will be able to do it. Uh-huh. The way they the way they do it, it's, I mean, the legal uh, aspect that it's not, you know, that all the problems that blockchain or tokenization face. Is because it, it is treated as a security, mm-hmm. and if it's treated as a security, you have to comply with all the SEC uh, right. approval process, and mm-hmm. and that's when you know every innovation start to uh, struggle to 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 come to life. Yeah, and and this person, I mean this company, what they did is. It's not like the token represent the ownership interest in a company, but the token represent a revenue share. Okay. It's inside the operating agreement of the company. I mean, of I mean, if the if the LLC owns this building and this building is having this uh, net cash flow monthly, they have uh, like a clause that assign this part. A percentage of the revenue to the token holders that are in this smart contract. Hmm. So that something that, of course, I mean, I will I will love to incorporate. Uh, I just I haven't found the lawyer hmm. that get fascinated and involved with this mm-hmm. because you know why doing this if you can do it the traditional way. And sure. And I understand that, but you know, people. I mean, the the babies that are right now. I mean, you see a baby, and they they manage an iPad or an iPhone <laughs> yeah. better than me. So yeah. what what will happen with those babies? You know, have thirty years old. Yeah, uh, they're gonna be total digital, and I think that every company should prepare to incorporate this type of technology uh, and, and in any of the projects so you can be ready when, well, I think we are already there, Yeah. but still, you know, still you, you don't see it. I mean, yeah. you don't see a lot of tokenization happening in real estate. Uh, and, and I mean, it's fantastic what you can do. I mean, you, 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 you can create new securities, new, products derived 
from the cash flow that a property is giving without having to go to a, you know, you have, you, we will always have to go to the SEC profit process. Right. I don't have a problem with that, but the, the, the opportunity that you can create something that it's already like in the public market and you don't have to knock on the door of the public market uh, people or companies that in order to enter there, you have to have X amount of million of dollars under management. Mm-hmm. And you can recreate the same functionalities, but access for small developers that doesn't necessarily have those millions of projects under management. It's some it's something that I, I would really like to navigate. So right now it's like, okay, I'm doing these projects the traditional way because I have to. And 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 because I'm still learning. So once these projects are successful, are already you know producing cash flow. I mean, I have a period of three years that I envision myself dedicating to how to, when these projects are built, how, what can I do to, yeah. to incorporate this solution into a 360 network platform that is what I want to, to build. Well, it sounds like <laughs> you've kind of told me, but what is what do you see uh, kind of wrapping up here in 200 years if I was going to Google your name, Ronaldo? Uh, what would be your legacy? <laughs> wow, yeah. this is an easy one, right? No, it's not easy, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I envision hopefully that if you search that name, you will see a lot of projects, um, successful project that incorporates technology and that invite collaboration and and I think you know I, I would like to to imagine that I can help uh, others developers for other persons that are in the same situation of me you know like dreaming of innovation and projects that these things can can happen and I want to be there to be able to, you know, to help them, to invite them, to join with, with whatever I'm doing at that time. I, I didn't mention to you, but also while I was in the, on the, on the master of real estate. Well, I finished that master and I did a master in marketing, which I really enjoyed. But mm-hmm. during the first master, I some friends from Venezuela that were living in Mexico, they reached out to me and they told me, hey, Reynaldo, we have this idea to do a project, um, a sports application that's called To Move App. So we wanted to connect, we want to do, you know, the, to connect personal trainers with people through a mobile application. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the an, an, uh, newer for personal training where you will log in and you will find uh, trainers near you and and you can schedule a private class with them and 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 because I like you know entrepreneurship I yeah. told him to to yes let's do it so we we started that project and we'll still have that project I mean it's a fantastic experience I went to Shark Tank in Mexico oh wow 
Yeah. And it was one of the scariest <laughs> presentation I have done. It, it was more scary than sitting with, with one of the top millionaires <laughs> in New York. But, That's awesome. But the, the, it was pretty cool. I mean, we didn't get the deal in Shark Tank. They, they, they told us that we were crazy because we were asking uh, too much for the company and we were in a very early stage. Uh-huh. And that's something to, you know, to, to learn. Yeah. Uh, because sometimes when you fall in love with, with a project, you, you believe you have a, a multi-million dollar company. And I mean, it's good to believe it, uh, but, but you have to be open to, you know, more in a, something like Shark Tank, you have to be open to let uh, new players come inside the company to help you uh, achieve uh, the, the goals that you, you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, I guess just wrapping up here, what, where can uh, people find out more about you and what you guys are doing there in Miami? Well, uh, I have, um, you, people can visit in 360network.co and also on Instagram, uh, it's the 360 network. Um, I mean, people, my LinkedIn profile. Yeah. I mean, I'm super reachable. I have received message from, from all, from younger students in the university that they, they told me, hey, Rinaldo, uh, how, how was the master? Would it be possible to meet you so you can uh, give me your experience? And and sure, let's have yeah. a beer. Let's discuss and let me uh, tell you what what I love about the master. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm very open to to those kind of you know social uh, uh, connections. Awesome, awesome. Well, I appreciate all your time and telling your story. I thought that was so interesting. I. I could listen to that for quite a while and I've, I have tons of questions that I'll probably ask you later, but I, I really appreciate your time, Ronaldo. No, thank you very much, Matt. And, and sorry for, for the audience about my, my language, my, my, my fluency, <laughs> but, uh, but I did great. I did great. <laughs> well, no, man, thank you very much. And, and if you ever come to Miami, let me know so we can grab a, a beer and, and discuss more about real estate. Absolutely. Thank you.